Hey there, Sarah Shaw and Lisa Escalade, the inventress, are back again with another podcast today. And today we're going to talk about demographics for stores in order to be able to sell your product in more places than you possibly think. So we're going to talk about how to spin the idea of your product into new avenues, right? Yes, indeed. Hi, Sarah, and hi, everybody. Thanks for coming back again and again. Aren't you loving this podcast? I'm so loving it. I, well, I just love chatting with you. It's just like I wish we could have two more. I wish we were in the same room with martinis. I, oh, yeah. Um, don't say martini. It, it's, it's almost that time, isn't it? It's close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's close. It's, you know it's what? Close. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Somewhere, exactly. <laughs> Not quite, but uh, almost. <laughs> almost, almost. It, it's so nice talking with you always, always, Sarah. We have a great time. Always. Well, so and I know that you were, we were, yeah, I know that you were thinking about this and you that you were thinking about your own product. So why don't you just talk about that for a few minutes and how you came up with, you know, other ways that you could promote yeah, your product because I've got some ideas I can share about my handbag hanger and some oh, other clients please. too. Yes, yeah. and everybody wants to hear about that because most people are like, you know, how do I sell this product? What's my market? What's my demographic? And, and we, t- we could talk about that um, also, you know, before you even make your product, how you understand your demographic before you start spending mm-hmm. a lot of money on something that you can't necessarily sell to anybody but your grandmother. Exactly. <laughs> I always say you got to know that more that you and your mama like it. Yeah. Exactly. And your grandmother will always buy it. Mm-hmm. Your mom may say, you know what? I'm sick of purchasing these ideas from you. Keep it moving. Yeah. Sell it to grandma. <laughs> yeah. Sell it to your grandmother. She'll always patronize your business. Um, yeah, so this is great because, I mean, I have a product called Luggies Bow, okay? So the Luggies Bow is a bow that goes around the handle of your luggage, um, and it identifies what your luggage is, right? And it mm-hmm. has a tag, we all need and that. it's great, and it's big, and, you know, it's something that people need, right? Is it for right, everyone in the whole mine. world? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's necessary because you see yeah. people ripping their sheets and all blankets and, and to, you know, tie something around the handle just mm-hmm. so they can grab their luggage, right? So when I did this, I was doing a lot of traveling, obviously, and I'm like looking at people rummaging through my bag because, you know, they had, there was no tag or, or every, every piece of luggage was, is black. So what right, they all look me the while I was traveling, I'm like, okay, so I do a lot of traveling. I need to, I need to make a product that sells to everybody, and so then I started on the flight. I got to tell you, I was in Chicago on the flight from <laughs> Chicago to Newark. I started thinking, Lisa, what's your demographic? What is your demographic? Who are you going to sell this to? And I said, yeah, you know what? It's, it's probably limited. You know, it's limited to people who travel. Do you know how many people travel daily, A lot. Sarah? A lot. 1.73 million people travel a day. Okay, That's out. my demographic. <laughs> 1.73 million. So those, I need to be selling 1.73 million luggies bows. I don't know what I'm doing. How am I, what, what am I doing? I've got to spank <laughs> myself. Why am I, why yeah. am I not sold 1.73 million luggies bows? It's time. Time to step it up. So anyway, the point mm-hmm. is taking a look at your demographic. Who are you selling your product to? You know, I can sell my product also. I'm looking at who, who sells luggage. Who sells luggage? So that's what I'm going to do to find my, my market. 
What is your product? Mm-hmm. Who's going to use it? And sometimes it's a heck of a lot more people than you even imagine because I just thought in the beginning, ah, Bed Bath & Beyond is going to pick it up, QVC is going to pick it up, all these stuff. But there's so much more than that. You know, right. taking the a look line. at your entire – the cruise lines taking a look at your whole, your whole market by plugging yep. in some numbers into yep. uh, Google. <laughs> Google is into our friend, guys. Yeah, Google's our friend. Spreadsheet, I live exactly. And die on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but and I mean, but looking bag, at like, I mean, re- right? Mm-hmm. But like resort towns, right? Yeah. Like let's yes. just riff on this, right? Resort towns. Yes, I love sell it. your product, right? Um, mm-hmm. and like I said, cruise lines, maybe they'd carry it in their stores, maybe some hotels, right? Yes. Um, yes. hotel chains, cause they all have gift shops. Um, That's right. and then obviously small stores, you know, like luggage, there's still tons of luggage stores around the country That's right. that carry stuff. Stores. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, and gift shops, right? It's a great gift yes. item to buy from someone yes, cause it it's not that expensive. Not at all. You know, not at all. Right. Twenty four ninety five. And pack of three. Right. I have a great <laughs> idea. Just came to me. Oh, good. what if we'll you could get people? No, oh, I'm going to tell I, you okay, right so now. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. What if you? Because I love to spin stuff and where you can sell it. Mm-hmm. What if you pitch it to your online shoppers as a hostess gift, like not a hostess gift, a guest gift. So when people come to your house, instead of them bringing you something, you could reverse it and give them a present for coming to visit you. I love the reverse. I love the spin. The pivot. Very, very good idea. Mm -hmm. I love the spin. (laughs) That's great. I see it's brainstorming too. All of this because I didn't think of that. I did not think Mm -hmm. of that, and it's a wonderful, wonderful idea. You Mm -hmm. know, um, yeah, typically when I'm, I do do a lot of giveaway. Like, so when I'm visiting somebody over at ABC or, or one of the networks, I automatically give it as a gift because I know sure, every single one of those people are traveling and they'll spread yeah. the word. Totally. I like that. I like the hostess uh-huh. giveaway. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Just New idea. See, it just took five seconds. Five seconds. Brain, yeah. Again, brainstorming too and speaking to people, speaking with people right. who are like-minded, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who want to yeah, do the same and want to see you succeed in most departments. Right, because so many people, I think, too, when they're inventing something, they're so worried about talking about it that they yes. don't reach out to enough people and ask, like, hey, mm-hmm. do you think this is a good idea or how would you use this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or hold even, like, your own little um, – product party, Personal. right, where you have yes. people come over and ask your friends to bring their friends, you know, who travel, right, for let's just use your product as an example, right, everyone who only bring friends that travel for business or a lot mm-hmm. for pleasure or something like that, right, they got to be on a plane at least four times a year. That's and, right. And, and, that, and then you can find out, you know, you can give people, have them look at it, you can give a little spiel about it, and then have them fill out a little survey that you've got on clipboards right. or something. And it's really helpful. I mean, I, I've done that so many times in my life, and it has really opened my eyes to, um, like, development, right? Because you might mm-hmm. realize that you made a little tiny mistake, right, that you just didn't notice, or somebody comes That's up right. with a better way you can do it. Also, mm-hmm. You can ask people in the survey, you know, 
uh, how many times a year they travel, where they go, you know, um, have they ever used something like that? Um, do they think it would be helpful to identify their suitcase? You know, all these things that run through your mind That's that right. you probably know the answer to, but it helps you refine your marketing too because you can actually – it's better when you use people's words back at them yes. in marketing, right? So yes. it's – instead of having to do tons of phone calls, which I've done plenty of in my life, interviewing people, asking them, you know, what their biggest problem is and all these things and how do I, how do I get the words so that I can make my marketing really work mm-hmm. and sing, right? And so doing those kinds of uh, interviews with people can really help you refine your product. Like when I was doing my handbag hanger, you know, it was – um, like pers- my handbags and stuff, I was like, whatever, everybody needs a bag. I don't really need to know why. They just need to like right. my designs. It wasn't something that I could really hone in on. But mm-hmm. with the handbag hanger, I just thought of it as a handbag organizer, right? Yeah. That's what I made it for, and that's how I marketed it. But then, you know, when you're not making anything new, after a couple years or even a year in, you're like, hmm, this I'm bored, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how else can I <laughs> market always. this, that's right? The- that's and, the inventive uh, mind. Honey. Oh, and yeah, you people could put your um, thing on their stroller before they check it. That's right. That's right. right. And baby and baby seats too, because um, I just think yeah, I used to check mine all the time. Yeah, and um, but with my handbag hanger, we because people didn't know what it was, right? We had to come up with ten ways. We came up with ten ways to use it, and. So we did a bunch of market research to find out how people, other ways people were using it. Some people were using it to store their grocery shopping bags, you mm-hmm. know, like in their mudroom or something. I lived in California. I didn't even know what a mudroom was until I moved to Colorado. <laughs> and I have one. And uh, <laughs> I now have and one. And you have, you just and didn't know what it was I called. Have, exactly. Well, I didn't have one in California, which is like your entryway because mm-hmm. we didn't have snow and stuff. But now mm-hmm. I live in Colorado and I actually have a mudroom. Um, Good for you. Where we leave our dirty yeah. <laughs> and, but, you know, so people would tell us, oh, yeah, we hang this here. We hang, you know, like those little mesh market bags that people yeah. use at farmer's markets. They would put those on it, and then each kid would have one, like, with their name on it, and they could put their gloves and their hats and stuff in it in the winter, or they would organize balls, you know, baseballs, basketballs outside, whatever, in there as well. Some people used it in their family room or kids' playroom to put Legos in those little bag, like mesh bags mm-hmm. and things that they mm-hmm. would hang. So there, it started to evolve, and then we realized, wow, we can market this to babies, like kid magazines, because I never marketed it to kid magazines. I only did adult magazines. But then when I realized people were using it to organize their kids' stuff, I was like, wow, this is a whole other media opportunity. You know, and then baby stores. And so as you start to investigate how you can sell your product by just talking to people, it really opens up a lot more doors. It really does. It really does. It's and again, I mean, you're asking it because you're you're becoming. You have to put yourself in the consumer space also. Don't put you know keep yourself out of the inventor space if you can. Mm-hmm. You can take yourself out of that and become the consumer. But like you're saying, uh, do the um, get a group of people together. Well, you, you first of all, your product needs to be protected before you do that, right? Make sure yeah. it's protected. Mm-hmm. Make sure they're signing non-disclosure agreements and and your little focus group is what it's called. Put your focus group together and. Um, bring in people who you absolutely know are going to um, have an interest in what you're talking about and not just exactly. come in for the cake. 
not just coming with a cake and coffee. Right, <laughs> the cake and wine. <laughs> You're not getting cake and coffee until you fill out the survey. Exactly. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, because, you know, it's funny. Nope, like, you're right. I mean, it's, I think that people don't look mm-hmm. beyond what they think the product is for, right? Because everyone creates their product for a reason, right? Yes. You know, there's people who create, um, you know, skincare that's for eczema or something because their kid had eczema, you know, but they don't then look at other uses or how to repackage that product or, you know, something so that it could be used for, you know, I don't know, people, maybe it could be used for people with aging skin that's itchy well, or listen, something. Listen, listen, you I know, mean, if you take a look at the ingredients, I mean, aloe. Aloe is great mm-hmm. for, you know, sunburn. It's great for eczema. It's great for, and you may have just made it for sunburn. But there's a plethora of other needs mm-hmm. for this product. So that why right. your demographic again? Exactly. Yeah. And and like if you make you know skincare and you have special oils and things that are really moisturizing, well, mm. people who live in dry climates like me, um, you know, all the stores where I live, all the major ski towns, Vail, Aspen, you know, Crested Butte, any any place that's at high altitude you know, places in Switzerland, um, they all sell highly concentrated, very moisturizing skincare because that's what people need when they're here. And so, you know, you want to think about how you can, you know, if you make that but you live in California and you don't think about people Mm -hmm. who live at altitude or, you know, you just say, oh, yeah, this is great anti-aging, you know, face oil or whatever. I mean, when I go to California, I don't use the same face oil as I do when I live here, when I'm home in Colorado at 6,500 feet <laughs> because yes, I, don't something. Need something that, I don't need something that oily. But here, if I don't use something that oily, I would probably look really old You're like by a now. Prone. You're a prone. <laughs> yeah, You're a prone exactly. For sure. so, right. so the listeners are saying, wow, all of these, you know, they're now, they're marketing to Colorado. All of my exactly. tea butter so. people are <laughs> picking up the yeah. phone or Googling stores out in Colorado. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> and look, you have to remember, Telluride, mm-hmm. Vail, Aspen, they're like three yes. of, the, of the biggest, I mean, of the wealthiest cities. In, they're, they're in the top 50 of the wealthiest cities in the U.S., especially at a high altitude. <laughs> they're probably the three especially wealthiest the, cities. Yeah. <laughs> And that's where you, um, you that's know. who you want to target too. I and mean, people who have obviously people who have money. Exactly. You know? And you want and I mean we're talking shopping. about demographics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean they're shopping, you know. I mean I think Oprah has a house in Telluride, you know. And okay, I'm, going on there on Saturday. I'm going there on Saturday. Um Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe maybe yeah, it's only a two hour drive and I have a friend coming to town, but who's never been, so we're going to go up there. Maybe I'll see Oprah. It's a holiday weekend. <laughs> bring one of your bags. Bring one of your um, yes. exclusives. I'm going to bring something Just for with Oprah. me. Yeah. You have to bring um, something. Could you imagine yeah. if you see Oprah and you have nothing to give her? Oh, I'd faint. I'd shoot myself. Actually, I think I might. <laughs> no business card, no handbag, nothing. no handbag yeah. hanger. Nothing. I'd be like, I'm on vacation today. I need nothing. My phone. Um, <laughs> well, a picture with me and Oprah would be could be worth a thousand words. You oh, know? there you go. There you yeah. go. That's it. Just um, make sure you have your, your phone with you. Don't leave it oh, alone yeah, because you're charged. on vacation. It's, I know. Right, you know, exactly. Not when you're traveling over a mountain and going right. over 11,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> have to have a phone. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
So, but, you know, like all those places, I mean, there's tons of shopping centers, you know, shopping stores. I mean, these are all small ski towns, but mm-hmm. they have at least, I mean, Telluride is four blocks long, okay? That's, it's tiny. There's mm-hmm. at least six stores there that somebody could sell their skincare in. At least. You know, six. I, I mean, love it's this. just... I love this topic because, sorry to cut you off, Sarah, because people, um, they do limit themselves by looking giant first. You know, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not saying don't think big. You know, most people come to me, um, everybody wants their products on QVC. Everybody, mm-hmm. every single client of course. wants their products on national shopping networks. But don't dismiss all of those, the small boutiques that you may get um, literally more business out of in the first uh, couple of years with your product than mm-hmm. trying to get it on national shopping networks because they may not say yes the first time. Well, so don't give up on, you know, what's right in front of you. And the, well, and the other thing, right too, in front of you. is the more little stores you're in, the more appealing you become to the larger fish you because you've shown it. proof of concept, right? If you say, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, well, I sell, you know, we can just stick with the, with the ski towns. I sell in Aspen Vale and, um, you know, at Telluride. Mm-hmm. Everybody has everybody in shopping knows you know any buyer knows those towns and they yeah. are going to be impressed if you say yeah I sell to four stores in each town and they order consistently you know here's the proof right if you need to show it to them and you know you and can, you do and, and that, many and, times you do mm-hmm, right and that makes it know. just builds your brand credibility mm-hmm. so. And it could be your path, right? You might say, well, my dream is to be on QVC or HSN or in Bed Bath & Beyond or whatever your dream is. But they also, it's very rare, right, that they would take something that's unproven because a lot of yes. times they don't want to be the one who's taking the risk to put something on the shelves or take up airtime that's going to bomb because then they make no money, even though they're not right. necessarily, you know, they're not necessarily buying it, right, quote, unquote, from you, right, mm-hmm. on QVC or HSN. Right. But they're still, they are because they're giving you the airtime that they could be selling, you know, something else that they know they're going to make, you know, $40 million with that year. Yeah, and you, absolutely. And I have to tell you, for, for more than one reason that's happening now, in fact, I just had this um, I was a, one of the buyers asked me of the, a product called Create a Castle that's going to be on QVC next month. And they asked me where else they were selling it. I mean, we're in. Mm-hmm. We're already in and everything. And I said to the, one of the um, buyers, wasn't a, one of the buyers, I said, what, what's the reason for wanting to know specifically why? She says, because we want to know if they know how to ship a product. <laughs> you said something? We want to know if they know how to ship a product, which is very important too. If they right. understand labeling, understanding how to package and, and how to ship it to a customer or a, mm-hmm. or, or a large um, market retail store. Isn't that right? That's a part oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's complicated. That's a part. Not to ship it, it to an individual, it's, it's, but shipping, mm-hmm. having to read those manuals used to put me in, I mean, I had to have a martini. Um, <laughs> those shipping manuals. You're going to make me have a martini this morning, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, you know no, the shipping, for sure. And also, and if you don't do it right, you get dinged with chargebacks, and it's just a big nightmare. And, um, and so it's, it can be really scary, you know, if you're mm-hmm. doing it yourself. Obviously, if you're using a third-party shipper, you know, they already know how to do it and they, they right. don't usually make mistakes. But I've known them to make mistakes too. I mean, it's, yeah, you're human, you know. 
Um, and But chargebacks are like, to me, were just the worst thing ever. I just felt like, why don't you just light the money on fire? Because you guys, you know, we messed it up, right? You may as well have light it, made flush it on it. fire and at least roasted a marshmallow. It's the worst. It's the worst, you know. It's kind of like when you have to have a plumber come to the house and at least he fixes the problem, but you don't get to see anything pretty, you know. Um, <laughs> <I> love- <laughs> right? Um, well, unless you're getting a new faucet or something, but right, um, exactly. You know, but uh, when they're no, fixing no, a problem, no, it, it's so true. I mean, flip that switch. Take a look at your demographic. Who are you going to sell it to? And you need to know mm-hmm. that in the beginning too, as I was saying before. Before you even build a product, it's yeah. not just you. You know, take a look, write things down. Who who is your demographic? Who's going to buy your product? And and um, bright price points who's your competitor who you know mm-hmm. who are you competing against but like you were saying don't just take your you know you have a skincare line what else what are the other ingredients in this besides what you originally intended it for right flip it switch it and and you know create a whole nother market for yourself that you didn't know yeah yep exactly. totally and yep. and then the other thing i was just going to say about what you were just saying about doing the market research Another, you know, people think that, you know, like just their patent is going to um, Mm -mm. protect them or an NDA or whatever, which I just don't even think are worth anything. But Mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, unless you've got a ton of money to take someone to court, it kind of doesn't really matter, right? Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you might sleep better, but in the big picture, it's, um, you know, I've been ripped off. You just got to run as fast so, as you can. The bottom line exactly. is when you, when you create a product and you're, you, you have to be ready. running. Yeah. You run but what as I was gonna, fast as you can. Yeah. What I was going to say, though, and, and some advice somebody once gave me, which I think is really great, is when you're developing a product, if you have your little notebook that you're doing mm-hmm. it in, that can become proof in court. So if you're writing down, you know, this is what I did today, I went and looked for fabric, or I spoke to, you know, four manufacturers, and you write down all their names, and I showed it to these people, you know, I went to some investors, or whatever the process is, right? You know, today I made my first sample, you know, and you can put, and put the date on everything and take mm-hmm. a photo. Now, nowadays, if you do it and take a photo of the page, it's time-stamped on your phone, and you can't change mm-hmm. that. So That's that right. becomes double proof. And so if, so if you, you know, or you could take notes in Evernote or something like that um, on, on your phone, but having a physical little notebook is something you could turn into a judge if you needed to. And, paper trail, and paper have, trail, paper And trail. having that paper trail, right, of, mm-hmm. of showing, you know, because when I – had my handbag line, you know, I invented this pinked bag, right, cut with pinking mm-hmm. shears, my little shopping tote. Well, Esprit knocked me off um, probably in, I don't know, 2000 maybe, and because I have some friends called and said, oh, my God, I saw your stuff at Bloomingdale's today. I was like, I'm not in Bloomingdale's. I'm just getting a purchase order from them. Well, no, it's there. I was like, no, it's not. Uh-huh. And I'm like, we uh-huh. haven't shipped yet. And so – I immediately called the, the Bloomingdale's where she had seen it, and they were explaining to me, and it was exactly my bag. And I, I bought one over the phone and had them send it to me. And it was an exact knockoff. 
And so, of course, oh. I don't even call my lawyer yet. I just started um, getting all of, like, copying all my press and everything because I'd had tons of press, right? I was just in the press all the time. So I was, you know, I measured it out. I put it exactly next to mine. It was exactly Good the same, you. right? And I was like, really? You couldn't have changed anything about this, you know? And um, and I had, was so just silly. getting my own purchase order from Bloomingdale's, which I think is so odd that they would buy that one and then were buying mine. And um, and so no, that's crazy. My lawyer said to me when I was like, I literally had this whole package, and I was like, I've got this package. I'm sending it to you right now. And he's like, uh, Don't bother. And I said, What do you mean? And he's like, um, Do you have fifty million dollars? And I said, Yeah, right. Well, you, you know, know I don't. Exactly. For sure. And, for sure. And he's like, well, all they have to say is that they invented this 20 years ago when they first launched their company, which was way before you were even, you know, born at that time or whatever it was, right? And they can just say they sat on the idea until now and that you actually ripped them off. I was like, yeah. really? And yeah. he's like, that's how it's going to go down. And I, he's like, yeah. so put all that away and just ride it out and just be happy just that move. somebody big knocked you off. So then mm -hmm. when I was closing my company in 2002, right after I closed, I think, I mean, no one even knew I had closed, but it was right around then. The Gap knocked me off. Mm -hmm. I have well, you have the, some awesome stuff, honey. Everybody wants to knock yeah. you off. That means your stuff is so, great. Yeah. It's so the good Gap stuff. It's true. put it in their catalog and did a whole row, run of like six colors of the same, like my medium-sized bag, and was selling that. and there was, again, I was like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do. I just have the tear yeah. sheet from it yeah. and in my, in my press folder so I can keep it as, you know, a proud moment, right, that I was knocked off by the gap. But um, <laughs> that's, that's but giant. It, it's giant, right? But, it but really again, is. there was nothing I could do because I didn't have, again, my lawyer mm -hmm. said, even if you'd had this special notebook with, you know, the, the journey of your life creating this bag and everything he's like girl. they could all say because they've been in business longer than you they could say that they had the idea prior and so of course you, you know you right and so you just want to you want to track your journey just mm -hmm. because you never know you know um that how it's going to turn out in the end yeah journal 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 mm -hmm. it seems like a pain in the rear but yeah, it. but you know what? It's it's great organization too, and it's great to look back and see what you, where you are, and how you started. You know, um, and you you know what? You're you're hoping down the pipe you make some money first before these big conglomerates knock you off. You know, mm -hmm. you think so that proves <laughs> that you had a wonderful product. Obviously, it was great. It sold extremely well because nobody's knocking you off unless your product is selling very well. Right, it's a great idea. They see it as a great concept or a great idea. Exactly. Um, but it's still sad, so, you know, you, but it just shows you have to, you got to get your stuff out there as far, as, as far away from anything that you, like your small mindedness, you need to get right. really big and how you can do it as quickly as possible and yes. saturate the market as fast as possible in every way, right? Getting into mm -hmm. small stores, getting into big box, getting on TV, you know, getting it to celebrities, getting it in magazines, you know, all Just the get it everywhere. You need everywhere, you know, so that you can take advantage of your own idea before somebody else does. 
And between you and I, Sarah, we can actually make that happen for people listening, right? Exactly. We can yeah. actually make it happen. We can help you yeah. to make it happen. And hope we can help to make your businesses grow. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. Sarah, they know how to get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, Sarah. SarahShawConsulting.com. Good. And Good. you? And, that's, and mine is info at inventingatoz.com. Excellent. Well, I can't wait to chat with you again next week. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, listen, you have a – everybody out there, have a fabulous, fabulous weekend. Be safe. Have some margaritas. And um, we'll speak with you next time. Yeah. Excellent. We'll see you guys next All time. Right. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye.